are recording. You know, when you were dissing my shoes, this might be like how we are just like wired differently. Mm. The more you insulted my shoes, the more I fell in love with them. Like I was like, I love these shoes well, that, so much more. That also could come from the origin of like where we both stand with fashion. I Maybe. I, I attempt to look nice every day. You attempt to be fashionable every day. Yes. So like when somebody who's fashionable yes. tells me that I messed up, I take it to heart because I'm like, I don't care necessarily to be fashionable. I want to look nice. I guess mm-hmm. I strive to be fashionable on certain occasions, but like I don't try and hit that bar every day. But when someone makes fun of my stuff, I'm like, yeah, I'm a niche. I'm fringe on what I wear. Yes, it doesn't hugely. it just makes me you know, love like what I'm wearing. Paris runways where like you see people in like inflated yes coats are you like are you making a reference to the lizzie mcguire movie fashion show oh i have no idea okay that is so funny because anyone who's listening right now it that has seen that movie immediately thought of that because it's Mm. an inflatable dress and it's i I did not know that no wow i thought you were making a reference lady gaga when she wears like a meat suit got it that's like okay how i view you every day i've just (laughs) noticed that like when you insult what i wear it drives me up a wall why did i make fun of your shoes today because i because i what'd you do (laughs) You asked, or someone asked. I did not ask. Someone I said, was making a cup of coffee. Someone said, what do you think of Trent's shoes and jeans combo? And while I thought it was fine, I chose chaos and decided to insult you to get a rise out of and you. How's and my, it, it how worked. was my comeback game? Impeccable. Way stronger than you thought. Impeccable. I was not prepared, and I think it made me like my shoes even more. Yeah. And it... You said you felt self-conscious, and I was I like, did. I did. Afterwards, feel fine. I was like, I feel self-conscious now. I was choosing peace today. Guess what I was doing when all that was taking place? I was making a cup of coffee. <laughs> it all started because somebody actually came by and was like, "Hey, Trent, the shoes, not to play today." And I looked down, and he's got a pair of like Nike long socks on. You know, not the elite yeah, yeah, ones, yeah, yeah, but just yeah, like yeah. basically old man socks. Yeah. And like slides. I'm like, oh, you're telling me my classic Reeboks aren't the play? But your crusty slides are? <laughs> really? And so I was like, okay. I'm so glad we're over it. Yeah, clearly. I'm so glad that it didn't get to you. That's all that matters is that it didn't get to you. It didn't. It didn't get to you. You want to know why it didn't get to me really? It's because I know my my teardown game is strongly strong. Yeah, you have a very good comeback game. Like I do. You but I don't insult. ever choose to unleash it because right. my goal is to be well, friends with people. Well, I wouldn't go that far. But... You do choose to sometimes, but it's so good Thank that you. people are like, okay, we'll Thank let it you. slide because it's entertaining. And he was like, he looked down at his slides and he's like, these? And I'm like, oh, what? Now you ain't got nothing to say? Now you're real quiet? Yeah, that's what I thought. What did you say about mine? You're like, I got a coupon to... No, I said, I have a spare application to Barnum and Bailey's for a stilt walker if you're interested. I also asked you if there was a flash flood warning that you got on your phone. <laughs> I also said that it looked like you just stepped off a plane from like Holland because it looked like you're wearing clogs. But they're not clogs. They're platform loafers. And there is a difference. But you wouldn't know that because you're not in fashion. So it was still funny. I also said that it looks like a pair of shoes that a man who's insecure about his height would wear. Like you have to special order them. And you're like going to prom and your your date is like 5'10 and you're 5'8. That makes me like what I'm wearing more. And I think Mm. that just depends on the person. That's good. So anyways. Yeah, that's good. Anyways, anyways. How was your weekend? It was good. Was it? It was. And can I tell you why? What did we do this weekend? We played Settlers of Catan and settled this Is it overrated? It is not overrated. Thank I was you. Wrong. I was wrong. Thank you. And you know what? And record this. Take note, people. I was wrong. It was not overrated. We played with 
our spouses and our other friend, who Jimmy. Who won, Savannah? Dear God. Who won? Oh, God. It's getting Tell worse. Tell me who won. I... Who won, baby? I don't know if you'll survive. Did you bring that? Who won? Did you bring that? Yes, I did. No, you didn't. You literally. Who won? I did not. If you are on audio right now, switch over to video for just a second. I. Who won, Savannah? I'm embarrassed for you Who at this point. Who won Catan? Now we know that you won. Who won? You won. Me, baby. Of course I did. It wasn't even close. These well, chumps can't handle it. It was close. All you Cataniacs out there, let's it was, go. It wasn't exactly a sweep, but... um, you're By an inch or by a mile, who wins? Who win? <laughs> who won? <laughs> the ego. It's gone to your head. I can clearly let's see. Let's go, baby. Should we? Number one. <laughs> this belt says world... Hold on. This belt says world heavyweight champion... And it should say World Catan Champion, baby. Where, where did you get this? It doesn't matter. Did you get that from Julian? I Catan actually. Yeah, right. The board game producers actually messaged me and said, thank you so much for coming to our defense so you know, strongly. And we heard about your recent victory against your, our rival. Your wife so we're warned sending everyone. You this. <laughs> Fina did. warned everyone beforehand. Let's she go. said, if Trent wins, he is the cockiest winner we will hear about it to no end. Let's go. Until someone else wins. And she was dead on. Yep. You have not shut up about it. And so we're going to all have to play again. And what did I, I, what I don't did I have say to win. when I won? I said, bask in my glory. Oh, that's right. <laughs> bask in my glory is what you said. Oh, man. I'm not going to lie to you. Friendships were pushed to the limits they were. that evening. They were. That was heated. It was uh, me and Fina, you mm -hmm. and Dimitrik. And Jimmy. Jimmy. Yes. And Jimmy was also... See, this is what I didn't was think so, he had it in him. This is what was so juicy about that whole interaction was I had the game unlocked from moment one. As soon as we opened up the board and we put our pieces down, I was like, this is in the bag. No problem. And in addition to that... I think you're saying that because hindsight is twenty twenty. My wife and Jimmy were fighting over the longest road. Yes. And so they were, I do think that was a mistake on their end. They yes. were caught up in their own little duel of fates. Mm -hmm. And it was just kind of like a back and forth. And truly, neither of them were like gaining ground to win. They were just fighting over right. like 0.7 and 8 yes. back and forth. You and Dimitrik were just in a in a confusion the entire no, time. No, I had a plan, but it was the long haul plan. And you I were, was like, if someone doesn't win, yeah. I will go from no, like okay. two points to 10 very, very quickly. How do I say this? You were the single worst opponent that I've ever had at that board game ever. He, but only <laughs> only because my plan didn't get to be fulfilled. You were diplomatic I, in places where you shouldn't have been and way too harsh when you could have gone lighter. No, I knew you were going to bring this up. No. That is not the case. You were... I, mm. I completely made the right decision in that choice that I know you're referring 100%. to. I put the robber on y'all's property. You made the exact choice that I knew you would make because you played right into my plan. You are so. This is something that I think listeners should know about mm. you. If you have some sort of victory <laughs> or win, you will then go back on the event and explain how you how it led to this. Listen, like, Savannah, I, you didn't know you this was all happenstance to reconcile this loss with yourself, so that you may ease I'm your sleep. I'm okay at night. losing. If you I'm not to, competitive, if you need to paint me in a light that's understandable for oh, you, God. because my ways are so far advanced, it's that's worse. fine. I totally get it. It's All I know is right now I am the undefeated reigning Catan champion. Of one game. My point still stands. We will play again, and when you lose, I Let's I go. feel like we should maybe sit down and have a chat about it. 
I am because I think at that point the the sense of failure will come crashing down okay. on you. I am not humble in victory. No. But I am humble in defeat. So if you also win, no. I will give you a slow clap and I will pat you on the back <laughs> and I will encourage you to play uh, again because it is a fun game. Like you now know, it is not overrated. It's not overrated. That I can say. Mm-hmm. I can't say that you won because of some tactile plan. You won based on how things played it's out. It's okay if you can't see through my shroud oh, of mystery. Dear God. It's Okay. <laughs> We have to move on. We do. Weekends were great. Okay, wait. Can I say one more thing? I went to yes. Reno with my wife. Oh, yes. And that was fun. But I tell you what, that place was so wild. It was like the streets of New York. You guys I went swear. to like a resort where it was kind of like all-inclusive, yeah. right? It's called the Grand Sierra Resort. And okay. it's kind of like an all-inclusive hotel. I wouldn't say it's more than that. You know, it's very okay. much just like hotel with typical things like a pool and then like a spa or whatever. But then it has uh, bowling inside of it. It That's has cool. VR, which was really fun. Uh, it has... Uh, uh, like shows that you could go yeah. and take. The show was ridiculous. If you're at the GSR, don't go see it. It was so obscenely. I I started bursting out laughing. It was like a version of like Cirque du Soleil, but it was so bad. It looked like it was put on by like a high school theater group. Really? It like was it wasn't so impressive or anything? No, not even a little. Ooh. And it was all walks of people. Like I like okay. I said, it looked like the streets of New York. Love I it. walk out to the pool, and it's like three o'clock. But it felt like I was instantly transported to like MTV, like summer spring break or something. Interesting. And I was like, the music was blaring in my face. Uh, like everybody was wearing next to zero clothing. And I was like, oh my God, do, should I be doing drugs right now? Like what's happening to me? Where am I? Like I was like in a new dimension. It was so weird. I was going to say, was it, but it wasn't spring break. No, it wasn't. But it's, I guess, a lot of people on summer and it break. Was, to make it even weirder, the day we got there was Sunday. So I'm just like, who's doing all of this on, on a, a Sunday? Mo- and then Monday. And like then Monday. Monday's the next day. Yeah, it was very weird. Still a good time. So yeah. I've never been to Vegas, but no. I want to go. It looks so fun. There's a restaurant there by Roy Choi. Okay. That I, it looks like a convenience store on the front. Mm. And then you like say a password or something or you push one of the walls and it leads into a restaurant. Mm. That's that's the main reason I would go to Vegas. That's cool. Did you gamble at all? Uh, I we I think we put like a hundred bucks down and. Oh, that's cool. Did you make any money back? Yikes. I don't like gambling actually. I don't either. It stresses me out. I don't have out. a moral issue with it. I just don't like losing money. No, I hate losing money. I would rather know that I'm leaving with the same amount of money that I came Correct. with than chance it to make me more money. Me too. I don't like that because I like I, I can't have no control over my money. I hate that. Mm. Uh, my weekend was great. Good. I'm trying something new. <laughs> okay. I'm going to bed at 930 in That's between good. 930 and 10 and waking up at 6 strict like trying not Good. to waver from that nice and i feel like a new human being i'm glad for you i love it because i've had insomnia most of my life yep. on and on i get like really bad bouts of it at, twice a year okay where i like don't sleep for four five six days wow at all like big insomnia yes got it and i am living for this it's like it's like 7 8 30 at night and i'm like i pop my melatonin mm. wait for that thing to kick in and i just ride that wave straight on to dreamland everything you just said makes you sound a hundred years old i know I'm and so i sorry. love it i'm like in bed with my book at 9 9 30 when do you have dinner like four no like you 5 catch 36 like early bird special no. at like caro's or something no uh, 5 30 or 6 <laughs> it's still early is it a little is sometimes it? yeah <laughs> sometimes on the weekends we'll have dinner at like 7 30 or 8 which i feel like is more normal mm. But any later than that, I'm like, no, my bedtime now. I'm like, that's I'm good. I'm. I go to bed at eleven, it. so I can't talk much. But what time do you get up? Uh, seven. But do you fall? Do you sleep through the night? Uh, now I do. 
I've never slept through the night. I think one time when I had surgery. Wow. And I was like given medication to sleep. Yeah. But like I've never slept through the night. So I have to leave like a nine hour gap. So if when I, do you wait? Like and how like so how often do you wake up and how often do you stay up for when you wake up? 30 minutes and I'll do it twice. I wake up at three and I wake up at 430. And you just go back to sleep after 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. That's awful. It's terrible. Yeah. So I lose an hour. So even if I have nine hours to sleep. Anyways, this is very boring. But mm-hmm. that has been like the highlight of my week. <laughs> wow. Fast I'm just, lane. Fast I'm cars. Gonna, I'm ready. I'm ready to be an Beautiful old lady. Beautiful women. Fast cars. Lots of money. Just literally fast lane stuff. And, and the 930 bedtime. Yep. Holla at your girl. Yep. You know, I'm just out here living my best life. 100%. What's on our docket today? What are we talking about? We, got a, we got a lot today, everybody. So if you we don't have like a lot. long episodes, uh, I want to tell you. I don't think it will be that long. We've got three things. We normally uh, have three. I got like two. I have like mine is like a bundle. We're also talking, yeah, Marvel, which will take you. Marvel Roundup, baby. Will be uh, an hour. We're, um, <laughs> you are Also, so I should bitter. preface Coffee's like. Coffee's bitter today. When we're doing the the Marvel. Gee, I wonder why. Rolls tape of the victory belt. <laughs> wonder where this is coming from. Do I need no, to bring it back? No. Okay. No, you don't. We're talking about the spelling bee champ. I also have one thing before we get in. What? I want to do shout out. Just a couple shout outs. Oh, okay. Fun. There's two people who have commented uh, about our podcast. Mm-hmm. I know I know you get messages probably too. But Kennedy Rose. Nope. Yeah, but he, he does. He does as well. Yeah, he, he shouts recently out. shouted us oh, out Oh, yeah, because of uh, the um, 500 Days of Summer mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. thank you. Eugene, thank you. We've never been offbeat. We are always of like mind. I love you. Uh, two Very people. Classy. Mal, uh, I don't know her her now married last name, but she is Malgal05 on Instagram, and she is an exceptionally gifted photographer, excuse me, videographer and video editor. She's so talented, and she commented, and she said a lot of nice things, and said she wants to be friends with us because of how. Oh my gosh, how nice! Yes, and there's another girl named Amy. Can't remember her last name either, but she, I saw her today, and she was just like, "Yeah, it's so good." I listened to the one with the Q and A where you didn't like each or the things that you don't like about each other <laughs> and i was like oh my god please listen to the other one please don't but, judge it based on that episode. yeah exactly. please don't that's <laughs> we're so much more than that exactly but both uh said very nice things How and nice. yeah shout out to you guys thank you very if very you're listening, nice listening we love you all we have um well one of us has a very large ego and the other is normal i'll let you decide but my we- ego is at a resting high yes but i will mm-hmm. say it's like not it's not that high above average when it's resting, but right. things inflate it. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. Catan victories, baby! Dear God. Get wrecked! Oh. Sav, Jimmy, Dimitri, my wife, get wrecked, all of you! Oh this my is... God, it's so easy! Please send help. Help me. <laughs> help me. It's... Help me. Some help of this you. is an act, and it costs a lot of energy to keep up. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm done now. <laughs> Do you want to retire that? No, I Are love it. Are you done? It's like, okay. it's like high high output, but also high like return. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. It's kind of, it's like the guy who's enthusiastic about fart talk adjacent. You know, yeah, it's like, like yeah, yes! baby, fart talk. <laughs> <laughs> when you do the like little, yeah. Yeah, round it up. <laughs> round up the fart talk. <laughs> I just said about how these people love how like friendly we are. Now we just jump right into farts and stuff. Like, oh my god! I love the discussions you guys have. Yeah, they're just so, so intense. They're so intriguing and like thought out in depth. Yeah, so uh, robust. Oh. And then Bart that talks for life. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> I yes, okay. I and um I see everybody's DMs. We've gotten a lot of really great DMs yeah. and reshares of our pod. Um and we're just very grateful we for are. everything and uh, everyone that listens. Every time we check our analytics, I'm blown away and I don't believe it and I'm tempted to call Apple and be like, "Is this right?" But thank you so much for listening. Please keep Your listening. Your self-confidence is staggering. <laughs> <laughs> it is. Um, so yeah, anyways, let's get into this. Let's do it. So spelling bee champ. I Are we uh, starting off with the bite-sized ones? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Because I, I thought this was really, really cool and I screenshot uh, Zalia Avangard. I hope I'm saying her last her name correctly. Zalia or Zalia. Um, she won the Scripps spelling bee. She is the first African American person to win, and she's I believe in eighth grade. And, uh, oh, wow. And she won $50,000. Congrats. Yeah. And for I just spelling thought words. for spelling words. And she is kind of unique because she's only been like practicing and participating in spelling bee competitions for a couple of years. Whereas most people that compete have been doing it since like first or second grade. Nice. It's like they've been doing it for years and she has only been doing it for a couple of years. When you put it years. into terms like that, it almost feels like, you know, they're Olympic weightlifters. Like she's been training for this for such a short amount of time. It's insane how fast yes! she progressed uh, through the dictionary. Well, because they study. I'm not trying to dim diminish her victory. No, it's they, amazing. They study like the roots of things. So like when they ask like what's the root of it. Yeah. I always thought that was just like to look fancy. I was like, mm. I don't know. Okay, sure. Like it's a Latin root. Sure. You can ask that. Well, it influences how it's spelled. Right. The and they language. and they memorize. Spelled. They memorize the, um, what is it? The etymologies. Like mm -hmm. they, they memorize the roots and ways of spelling. Yeah. So if you say it's the root of something they then have that chart memorized and can go down. And I was like, oh my gosh. And so I just thought that was really cool. And I'm happy for her. <laughs> and there was one other thing that I wanted her to say. Oh yeah. She said that she normally practices like a thousand words a day or something. Well, she's, she's, she's also, Oh the no, 13,000. I usually try to do about 13,000 words a day and that that's usually crazy. takes about seven or so hours. That's wild. She's the first African-American girl. To yeah. That's what I said. Oh, you already said yeah, that. Yeah. That was I'm the sorry. big thing. But she spent, she's 13,000 words a day. That's what I was going to say. She was like, so this is her job. That's seven crazy. hours a day. She's spelling words. Yeah. I, I mean, and that must be like she gets home from school and then just does that. Does that. That's yeah. crazy. I do find Dang. it funny. So her victory is historic and amazing. I when I was watching some of these videos, because like, I don't know why this happens. I guess I have to a lot of people, but like you yeah. see one video on spelling bees and then you like go down a rabbit hole of like yeah, spelling yeah, bee yeah. stuff. Sends you. Yeah. You're just like, oh, my gosh. Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. so I started watching some videos and the intensity that like the judges come with to mm -hmm. these spelling bees is comical it is so funny because like so serious there was one where this boy spelled the word wrong i think it was actually in the same competition that was it she the was i in. and the y situation yes uh -huh. and they had to be like they playback. had they said it was correct and so they go into the playback where they like go into this little booth and then they like pull the she listens over. with the headphones she puts the headphones on and i'm just like picturing like the nfl like holding offsides and right now five yard penalty waiting. and it's like it looks like barbara is listening to the playback right. we'll see oh and unfortunately it looks like he did say i which is the incorrect right and but then can you imagine if there was like a, a fusion of like the intensity from like a boxing match or an nfl game where it's like oh she gets she's on the right path oh she did it and she, she did it ladies and gentlemen azalea she has just what i would be oh my gosh that would be so funny it i i honestly think like it was that level when she won. I the no, playback. I'm sure it was intent, but I get what you're saying. That would be hilarious. Or like yeah. if it's, you know, Azalea Banks, ladies and gentlemen, 
She has just won the national spelling bee. Brings out the belt. Exactly. Winner. Oh my gosh. What? I just, I don't know why my mind went to this dark place, but can you imagine if like, if like the semifinal, the two semifinalists just kept getting the right words, right? And after a certain amount of rounds, they had to like fight to the death. (laughs) For the victory. <laughs> to the death? Why can't it just be like knockout? Nope. To the, that's Has- how serious these spelling bees are. <laughs> She's like, like the moderator just like, all right, well, that's the end of our spelling portion. And she just pulls out like two swords and she's like, okay. And, have at it. Yeah. And go. <laughs> and they just have to fight. And now I wonder. That, I, it, it, that's like Hunger Games level. Like, here's what I'm our saying. Our world will get there eventually. I put like. me in charge of these things. <laughs> Not even to the death. What if it was like t- you've, you've hand to hand combat, hand to hand combat, for knockout. Yeah, like or, you know, draws blood. It just is funny because we're talking about little children here. But they're but it's not like we're doing it to the kids. We're no. we're asking them, do they're, you want to participate and they all in have the to fighting? Agree upon it. Yes, yes. They yeah. know going in, and as minors, they really have no say, and their parents sign off yeah, on it. But they know that their children will enter the combat portion yeah. of the competition yeah. should it go into that a tiebreaker the spelling portion of our spelling bee we, we will, will now take a enter. short hiatus and we will return with the boxing portion and they're like continue. setting it up and everything yeah. the kids are like i don't know i don't I, what am i doing the moderators like rip their shirts off and it's like a referee outfit underneath they're just like and <laughs> the kids are like they weren't really ever prepared for that because the odds of getting to this portion was so slim that they didn't bother preparing at all Dude, and they're like what do i do oh my gosh i love this Honestly, that could be funny. That would be awesome, dude. Hear me out. What if they not did something? Filed, not child no. fighting. That's no, no, not no, no, awesome. no. Sorry, let me clarify. But what if? What if we they, are not bad people? But what if they did make light of like if there was a tiebreaker and then they were like they <laughs> they made it into something where like yeah it was like boxing but it's like no harm no foul like it was just whoever got the most points or like bowling or something. Like, what if no, they had no, no, a no. segment? You were getting away from the the good part of it. What if instead of boxing, it was bare knuckle boxing? What about an arm wrestle? Okay, I'm done with this bit. Now I'm tired. <laughs> now I'm sad. <laughs> now it's exhausted. Okay, moving on. What's our next topic? The Marvel recap? Okay, so we want do we want Buckle to up, the- settle in, grab a pillow. Whoa! Why you got to be so mean? I finished Endgame. Oh, let's talk about that. Yes. Cuz it kind of plays into uh what uh, we're talking about. In and the I know, recap. I know that I have said that I will watch Endgame every day on this podcast. You US. just you know what I've learned about you? You lie a lot. I do. <laughs> Or I will make a promise that I, I wasn't ready for you to just freely own that. No, I so lie quickly, so often. I'm, I'm a th- okay, not so often. Probably once a day to me. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but right. probably. But, the, <laughs> but that's because we talk all day. So think, no, we don't. So like we're literally, I see you almost every single day. And you we, lie so much that I'm shocked when something actually happens. That now. is, now you're being dramatic. <laughs> Remember you're when I being, came back from my trip, I'm like, oh, you already set up? You're like, yeah, you asked me to. I'm like, my, my face <laughs> is still in shock. I'm still shocked. <laughs> no, I, we are, all the conversations we have throughout the day. Okay. <laughs> one lie might be in there. That's a pretty good ratio. And. By whose metric? Mine. You're you're a I, monster. I don't lie a lot, and I only lie about certain things that I think don't matter. So, like, if you say, <laughs> "Oh, good," so there's some morality within you. I and it's not even so much as a lie. It's a here's what it is. Here's what it is. If you say, 
I give you the answer that I want to give. Okay. That I like. I want to be the type of person that would give that answer. So if you're like, will you watch? So you're watch- a people pleaser. Yeah, in a okay. sense, I think okay. there's a little bit of that. Or, well, I'm an Enneagram three, so I'm a performer, and I, I want don't you care to about think the that astrology that has the to do astrology. With it. No, but if you say, "Will you watch Endgame?" I want to be the type of friend that was like, "Yeah, I'll watch it." Sure. And so I'll say yes, not even realizing that my schedule is booked till like 10 p.m. or something, and like that's right, just not feasible. Right, because as we have previously covered, you have no time for fun, <laughs> zero time. You're, I ask you to watch one movie, and you're like, "Ah, oh, looks like I'm booked up till September, man. I don't know. I don't think I could do it." And, but then I get home and I cook dinner and. Can you tell me your husband cooks dinner? Yeah. So you just lied. No, See? Oh, on no, no. air. Thank you. No, we cook yes. dinner. <laughs> we we cook dinner together. We use dinnerly, so we literally cook it together. Okay. The ingredients okay. come. We make dinner I together. I thought I got you in one of your. No, 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 no. Yeah. I just I Did was you like, say your husband cooks dinner. Yes. Yes, he does. <laughs> no, he he does cook. I mean, he is a capable person who does cook a lot of dinner. Yeah. But like our rhythm is like we come home and we cook together and then we'll watch like That's Kim's cute. Convenience or something That's like. Cool. But then I'm like, I don't want to sit down and watch a three hour movie, but I told you that I would. And so in the back of my mind, I'm like, well, I'll just be guilty about that forever. Media? Pa- TV on the television when the fight scene came, okay. the fight scene that I know you're talking about now. Yeah. I watched I watched an hour of it on my phone. Okay. The rest of it I watched on the TV. So okay. two thirds of it I watched on a television. Okay. So we have about two minutes before our timer goes off. And I'll we'll use that to it. recap my thoughts. Yeah, I was gonna say, tell me. I loved the last fight scene. Awesome, oh right? my gosh! When he's Spo- like to your left. Really quick, spoiler alert, so we can talk about it freely. Yes. So if you haven't seen it, spoilers. Spoilers. Lots of spoilers. Um. Iron Man dies, so I hate the Marvel Universe now, and I don't think I'll watch anything else out of protest because he was okay. my favorite. He was the one Marvel character where I was like, he gets it. Yeah. Dark humor, sarcasm, yep. uh, li- making light of hard situations. Yep. I was like, yes, that's someone I can get behind. And they're yep. like, yeah, I think we're going to retire him. So oh, I'm a little bit bitter. You mean retire? He was in the universe for so many years. He was uh, he was already done. He was done. Really? Yeah. Robert Downey Jr. and Chris Evans were both like, after this, I'm done. Okay. Okay. That well, was their choice. Okay. That makes me feel a little Chris, better. Chris Hemsworth, who is Thor, mm-hmm. wants to be in it still. So he's in it. Got it. So it's more of like the actors were like, hey, yes. I'm done. I'm- their contract only lasted throughout Endgame. And then they were like, then I think, I'm assuming, this is the part where I speculate, but they probably had some room to negotiate if they wanted to keep doing it, or they could retire it themselves. Retire. <gasps> Interesting. Yeah. So I was pretty bummed about that. Black Widow also dies, and so I do understand. I'm kind of like, why are we watching a movie about her now if she's already dead? The movie's Black great, though. But we'll, I've heard, we'll and you explained that. it to me. Um I loved, I totally get now, Loki taking the Tesseract and mm-hmm. slurping back into somewhere, and we don't know where mm-hmm. he went. Yep. And then that's where the show Loki picks up. Yep, which that's we'll very also cool. talk about. Um, and then, yeah, I loved the, uh, the fight scenes and the idea, the whole idea, we don't have to get into this, okay. but I think it's a discussion to have at some point. The whole idea of playing God yeah. is at play. Yeah. In this Which whole really thing. Yes. And yeah. it was just very cool. Very well done. And it really is throughout all three of them. It's it's uh, Infinity Wars was and the middle one. Nope. It's, is that the first one? Well, what are you talking about? Well, there's like the three major ones that lead up to Endgame. It's like boom, boom. Well, it's Avengers 1, 2, and then there's Endgame. Or there's Infinity War. Infinity War. Where's Age of Ultron? Very beginning? That's the second one. So there's oh, okay. Avengers. There's Avengers Age of Ultron. There's Avengers Infinity War and Avengers and Endgame. Endgame. Yes. So... All of those, all of the Avengers movies kind of have that theme. Because yeah. now I've seen all of them. Yep. They have that theme of like playing God and it kind of culminates in Infinity War. Mm-hmm. And then 
in Endgame, you see it kind of like whoosh, combust. Yeah. Very, very cool. Very well done. I cried multiple times. Really good. Woof. Yeah. The funeral How, when everyone's there. Yeah, that's oh, hard. Man. Where he, she says, I love you 3,000. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. It just, it really gets me. How about when freaking Captain America gets the Thor hammer? Mjolnir. Oh, yes. How I was confused about that. How satisfying is that? Why, why was that? Okay, we got to pause our camera. Okay, I'll come back okay. and tell you. And we're back. Yes. I had a question about why Captain America got the Thor hammer and Brie Larson's character. I don't understand who she is. Okay. She seems a little arrogant. Mm. But that's just me. Okay. So uh, with Captain America getting Thor's hammer, back when back in Thor 1, uh, Odin put like a um, – it's not like a curse, but like a condition upon that hammer. So like whoever's deemed worthy to wield Thor's hammer will be able to wield it. So like if you watch Age of oh. Ultron – they all kind of I think there's multiple people who I can't remember that movie I haven't seen it so long but Captain America tries to pick it up I think the Hulk even tries to pick it up he tries to pick it up in um, Avengers 1 like Thor throws it at him and the, the Hulk tries to grab it and he just gets swung with it because nobody can wield the power of Thor because nobody's worthy except when Captain America so in the comics too in the comic books okay. uh, there have been multiple people who have been deemed worthy i.e. Captain America he in the comic books that happens as well and so at the point that they're at Steve Rogers had a pure heart and a just motive to be able to wield the power of Thor. Oh, so that was a big it's deal. It's the condition. Yeah, Got he it. met the condition. Okay, yeah. okay. Got it. And that it was it. awesome, dude. That was really oh cool. Oh my gosh. I go back and watch that scene alone sometimes. It was, I thought that was neat. I was like, oh, that's interesting. Like, they're just like sharing you tools and stuff. You thought it was neat, Savannah? Yeah, because I didn't understand the whole this thing of it. This is a new Lego set. I okay? literally, I thought it was cool. I was like, oh, that's cute. Like, they're sharing tools. Stop saying the things that you're saying. It's not cute. It's awesome. It's <laughs> epic. It's legendary. It's not I cute thought, and neat. I thought they were just being good teammates and like sharing their tools. And like, this is my tool. You can have the shield. You can borrow oh my, my God, hammer. I'm and like. Send Anyways, help, Brie Larson, really quick. Can you explain? Yes. She's a... Uh, Captain Marvel is like one of the most powerful people in this universe. Okay. And it felt really weird because like, uh, if I remember correctly, um, Captain Marvel came out after Avengers Infinity War. So like Infinity War happened, the movie came out and released, and then in the period, I think it was two years between... Infinity War and Endgame. And so okay. then the movie Captain Marvel comes out. And that movie is actually like it's set before the events of everything. It's like set in like the 60s, 70s, something like that. Okay. In the 70s, 80s, something like that. Um, and she she is set up to be this like really powerful being. But first of all, Captain Marvel, that movie was terrible. I thought I it was heard it was bad. So it I was never so watched bad. it. It was so boring. Okay. And like a lot of the characters who you coming into this movie that you already knew were kind of not done well. And then like. Again, she's set up to be so powerful, and then, like, you get to Endgame, and then she just, like, pieces out for a while. I was like, why is she not here? Right, exactly. Why is she not helping? No, it's so And dumb. she was like, I'm really busy on a lot of other planets. Yeah, and I was I like, mean, okay, but this one seems like it really needs your help right now. Well, they kind of tried to write her into a place where, like, she's so powerful, kind of like Doctor Strange, but doc they, the way they do it with Doctor Strange is so much better. Like, Doctor Strange has said in different parts, like, I'm so powerful that, like, I can't deal with anything on your guys' playing field. I'm dealing with other stuff that's so beyond you that if Got I it. even let my guard down for a second, 
this whole reality would be blown up or torn away Got or whatever. It. And they, that's kind of what they tried to do with Cap- or Captain Marvel, where like she's off on like space adventures, dealing with like world-ending things to other planets. It did not come it across that way. It, yeah, yeah it did, they didn't do it well. It so. came across as if she was aloof and like being yeah. purposely withholding Yeah, it was help. so bad. I agree. Yes. Okay, so I liked it. 10 out of 10. Beautiful film. So good. Still don't think they should have killed Iron Man, but that's just me. I think they could have just said that he was retiring and thrown him he a party. He needed to die. Did he? Yeah. Okay. He did. All right. In a good way. Uh, anyways, Kay. loved it. You watched Loki. Welcome, yeah. Wor- welcome to the Marvel Roundup. So uh, anybody who's uninterested, you can just time skip this. Because then it's time skipped where I talk about working moms. So. Oh, God. And all my dogs out there can just go ahead and skip right past that. Why? Actually, wait. Why? Wh- why are we fighting? Don't skip any of this. Listen to all of this. What are why? we doing here? Why? Why? I have one question for you. Okay. Why is it that when you bring stuff to the table, I'm excited to talk about it and I ask this questions. This was your intro into Loki. You're like, ah, ready to talk about Loki? No, I'm ready. <laughs> I, no, I'm excited. I, I want to know and I will watch it. I actually started it and then I and then I had to come here. I'm but just joking. I'm excited about working moms. No, you're not. Yes, but at least pretend. I it's... am. I'm excited. Okay, okay. Look at me. Dab me up, dog. All righty. Okay. All right. All right. So, tell me about Loki. So Loki first, then Black Widow? Sure. Loki was really good, everybody. Uh, this is... Uh, this is how I'll say it. Um, the first five episodes, I felt like really grabbed me. Like, okay. uh, and there's only six, and so I've experienced this only a couple a couple of times when watching movies or uh, any kind of um, serialized show. But like, there's only been a few times where I've watched the last piece of something, and then it has retroactively gone back and changed my opinion on the entirety of the show. Interesting. And so, okay. leading into episode six, the last the season finale, I was like, man, this is really good. What are they going to do with this? And I watched the last episode, and I was like, oh, man, I really didn't like the way they did it. Yeah, so this Loki, uh, it kind of touches on what you kind of teed us up for. In Endgame, uh, there's a version of Loki that gets the Tesseract, and he kind of sucks himself into a different time. And that's how Loki starts, is he gets picked up by, like, the TVA, which is this agency that, like, if basically there's this kind of plot has been done a lot of times before, but like the the thought of like multiple realities, mm-hmm. and so like the thought around this TV show is there's one reality that is the main reality, like for instance the one that we're in right now, and then all the other realities that like there's different versions of me or different versions of you, those kind of get like cut off, like kind of like if there's one tree, the prunes they prune off right. all the As other branches. As time goes on, those yes. other realities die off. Yes. Yeah. Well, and they purposely do that to keep the one main one in, in integrity, basically. Yes. yes, that makes sense. <clears throat> and so it really delved into a lot of like really fascinating topics because like all the people who are on different, or I guess whatever the version, the non-main timelines. Okay. So like whatever version of those people are, they're called variants. Okay. And so we get to meet like a lot of different Lokis. Again, spoiler alert, if you haven't watched it, uh, you know, you can skip past this part, but you get to see a lot of different versions of Loki. Like, and the main two, there's the Loki we know from all the movies, but then the, the, I guess the foil to him is a different version of Loki, but it's a girl and she calls herself Sylvie because she doesn't want to be called Loki. And so the whole show sets up, to be taking this really deep look into who Loki is as a character. And he gets described as like a narcissist and he's only looking out for himself. And the interesting part about this is they take Loki away right after the events of Avengers one. So all the stuff that transpired in the later movies, what do you mean? Wait, what? Okay. Take Loki away. Yeah. What do you mean? Take him away. Sorry. Sorry. Let me explain that a little better. So remember at the end of end of end game or like in the middle where he gets, he gets a test track. Yeah. He gets taken from that moment. And that moment that they were in was right after Avengers 1. 
So all right? of the stuff that happens in Avengers 2 and Avengers 3. He's not there. That's not that Loki anymore. So all the stuff that takes place, he has no idea what's taking what's going on. And so the first thing. Because he's in the second movie. Yes. He's not the in one. the third, though. Spoiler in alert. Yes, he dies in Infinity War. Remember? Thanos grabs him and kills him. <gasps> but that's, that's how he not dies. him. That's a variant? Well, yeah. So the version that gets away with the Tesseract, that's a variant because that's not the main one. He Hold was, on. The one that gets away with the Tesseract is the variant? Yes. Or that's the root one? No, that's the that's the that's a variant because the root one, the main one, dies. That's oh. his that's his history. So because of that. The first thing that when he gets into the TVA, these agents, the main agent is named Mobius, and he's played by Owen Wilson. Owen Wilson, I'll refer to him as that because yeah. Mobius is a little yes. dramatic. But Owen Wilson's character sits him down and talks about, like, this is all the things that transpired. This is what takes place if you continue down the path that you're on. You actually end up killing your mother. You die by the hands of Thanos. You cause, like, the destruction of Asgard. Blah, blah, blah. Basically, all the things that take place in all these later movies he explains to him and so it kind of sets him on this path of like self-reflection and like changing into a different character and what made it so interesting was like oh he's a narcissist and so spoiler spoiler alert again but he falls in love with the version of himself that's a girl and i'm just thinking to myself the whole time like man who could who could a narcissist trust and fall in love for and give himself a variant of themselves a version of himself like that's such an interesting thing complex villain and we love to right. see it because i have exactly. liked loki in past movies because i've been like he's such an interesting villain yeah. because he it's like he he's mean or like bad it's very much like he joke. Like wants to be good though he wants to be good it's kind of like joker in the sense of like the world made him who he is he's not like joker Please not like joker but you get what i mean of like there's some there's some shred of like a self awareness that what they're doing isn't right, but they do it anyways. Okay, we'll agree to disagree. If you wanted to find a topic that we disagree on, here it is. Is right that here. what it is? Yeah, there it but is. But then again, I don't know a ton. I mean, I I know a lot more about the joke, like the Joker story, <laughs> than Marvel. Yeah. Because I follow that series a lot yep. more religiously. But I but I do kind of see a parallel, and sure. like they're not the same character at all. But they're both they're both very complex. Yeah, villains. they are. They both are very complex. They're villains. not just I will evil people. No, I agree with that. There's and I humanity. do love a complex villain. I'm with yes. you on that entirely. And so, like I said, it explores all these really weird themes. Not gonna lie, sidebar. If there was a variant of myself that's a woman, you best believe I'm falling yeah. for that bad. I was just about to say, if there was a dude that was Come like on, me. Man. Yep. If yep. there is a female me in a different version, I am falling for that. I would be, uh, sorry, uh, and no they, lie, I'd be a, I would be a fine woman. Dead honest, man. I'm serious. Sometimes I wonder, would I be a better looking man or am I a better looking woman? Like if I had to, like who would be better yeah, looking? Do you ever I'm think a, about that? I'm on, like, I feel like I've come to a place where like my self-love journey is that like, a, it's, it's good. It's stable. Okay. I feel like, at least in my own perception, I'm not requesting anything from any outside source i'm simply talking from within myself uh-huh. i feel like i'm a good enough looking dude uh-huh. and so if there's a version of me that's a woman i'm it covers all the bases i'm funny i'm smart i like movies i like to do fun things i would be we would be inseparable <laughs> or i've thought about this or would it be like um you hate each other no it would only be that if there was another dude version of me Oh, that's serious. true. That's true. I've always, that's true. I've always, I get what you I, mean. Even before the show, I've always maintained that if there was a if there was a copy of me that was a dude, I'd hate him. I think if there was a dude, if I was a dude, I, I this I think about a lot. If I was a dude <laughs> but had the same like brain, I would be unstoppable. Me too. 
what oh would be my gosh. unstoppable. The power. Nothing would get in my way. Misogyny would not be an issue. I would be able to get the jobs that I deserve. My the pay power I deserve would the, be unparalleled. I, I would literally be Thanos. 100%. Like I would have all. Uh, it's probably best that I'm a woman then 100%. because. This is so terrible. But I'm, I'm like, at you. least, at least, but there's like, some challenges in my way. I understand that there's there's challenges and barriers and ceilings that women face that men don't. I'm right. not so I'm not so I'm not speaking so much on that. Mm-hmm. I'm speaking like I could just have and do whatever I want if I was a girl. Because what I I just know. Please elaborate. Because I feel like now that I or not now. <laughs> Since I've always been a man. <laughs> <laughs> now that I've got my my mail card in my Amazon Prime package, no. Now or since I'm a man and I know what like a guy wants. Since you've been a man. Since mm-hmm. I've always been a man uh-huh. and I know how a guy thinks and what right, a guy wants. Right, right. If I was a girl, I would just I would just. You'd understand how it would be like you know I how like it. when you mm-hmm. are when you mm-hmm. are um paving a trail you meet resistance and yes. like i would have no resistance because you know how the men think yes i would be like a figure Smart. skater just like yes. flying yes. on the track i feel the same way oh my gosh if i was a dude i'd be like i know how women think 100 percent. and men aren't getting in my way because yeah. i'm a woman because i'm a man yeah. i would literally be president yeah 100 if i was a dude i, I think i would entirely. be president anyway we got to wrap the segment up <laughs> all right anyways you want to move on to black widow no can i just wrap up my thing oh yeah, yeah 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 so with loki all of that was really good all of the themes that they explored were really really interesting just in the last episode uh i felt like the composition of the last episode was okay. really really weird like the writing style or like the plot no so like i i will say in my opinion because all of this is my opinion but like everything that took place over the course of the first five episodes was really believable like mm-hmm. the actors played their parts really well I, there wasn't a ton of great action but I feel like the themes they explored were interesting enough to keep my attention but by the last episode uh, you are going into it already with so many questions and the action took place in, in episode five so they just tried to really over explain everything with a lot of exposition oh okay and like I, I won't spoil this part but like the the bad guy or like the guy who's kind of behind the curtain that everybody's wondering who he is. I will spoil it. Sorry, spoiler alert. It's just a dude. When everything was kind of predicated on like, oh, it's these mystical beings that are kind of outside of time that have an overwhelming amount of control. And it turns out to just be a dude from the future who found like a way to get into a time loop. Spoiler alert for comic fans. Oh, it's, that's it's, it? It's Kang the Conqueror. You're not going to know who that is. But he's a real bad guy in the comics. And the way that the actor who portrayed this character chose to play him gave me like Gene Wilder vibes from like Willy Wonka. Willy Wonka, yeah, yeah, Where it's yeah. like kind of aloof and like you don't know. It's like almost goofy to like a silly. point. Like silly, yeah. Yeah, and I was just like, I'm not digging the way he's playing this. The exposition's really boring. Oh, it's like not as big of an issue yeah. as you thought it was. Well, it is, but it wasn't handled that way with a dialogue. Okay. And then, like, the performances felt forced. And then I found out they're doing a season two of Loki, which historically with these uh, Disney Plus shows for Marvel, they're only one season. So they're like, all the questions that we had going in are just like, wait till next season. And I'm like, dude, come on. That's boring. So they're doing another season of Loki. So hopefully that will be able to answer a lot of our questions and kind of lead us into a lot of new areas. But it just was like, it was a bummer that they chose to leave on that note. Yeah, that's weird. I'll still probably watch it. But yeah. that is interesting. So sorry. What about Black Widow? I'll I'll cover Black Widow quick. Uh, everybody, it's getting a lot of really mixed reviews, and it I is. don't understand why. Because it, actually, I kind of understand why. Like people are saying, like, well, now that she's dead, spoiler alert. Uh, why do we care about this movie? And I don't personally have a problem with them 
having already told the uh, the period at the end of the sentence with her story, but then going back and giving a, like fleshing out the character that kind of brought her to the place that she was mm-hmm. at. So this movie again, like cover, I, I'm just using the Avengers movies as milestones, okay. but uh, there was Avengers one, Avengers two, and then the events that took place in Avengers two kind of set motion uh, to like the second half yep. of the um, like the phases or like okay. phase three, and so. Captain America Civil War, it was, a, it was a really long movie and a little bit of, of it was boring, but the main conflict was what happened in Avengers 2. Okay. And the government basically hunts down these superheroes that aren't willing to agree to its terms. And Black Widow is one that went on the run. Like, she didn't want to agree, and so she went on the run. Okay. So all that to say that this movie takes place while she's on the run during that time period. Got it. So by the time the Endgame and Infinity War happens, we already kind of know that she's back and ready to, to fight. But this is what happens in this like period of time is what takes okay. place in this Black Widow movie. And a couple of things that I didn't agree with was everybody was like, well, we don't care what happens. This movie seems like it should have come out years ago, which it actually was supposed to. But I thought what really redeemed it was, one, the Disney dialogue, quote unquote, is that takes place in a lot of these movies yeah. where it feels like forced humor and like uncomfortable, cringy dialogue. Nowhere to be found. The dialogue and script were so well written. Nice. The performances were stellar. Florence Pugh steals the show. She's fantastic. She's so good. I didn't. Yeah. I haven't ever seen her in anything. I only know her as Zach Braff's uh, girlfriend. I love Zach Braff. Oh, she's um, in Midsummer. She's Midsommar. in Little Women. Yeah. Yep. Like she's in a lot of yeah. stuff. Very, and I've heard very good. only good things about mm-hmm, her. Mm-hmm. And she literally steals the show. Her humor felt natural. And wow. like she played her character so well. David Harbour was so good. And Love him. the story that was told was very akin to like a James Bondy movie where okay. it felt like very spy was rooted in like a lot of human activity, human not experience, s- yeah, not plot exactly. driven. Yeah. And not like space mystical mm-hmm. so much. And I don't because like Disney is so far branching and like the Marvel IPs are so far branching when it's like space, gods, titans, infinity stones. Yeah, I, I do. Or I guess I don't mind it. And I give allowance to these shows that are like, oh, hold on. We're going to take a, a, a moment. To tell a human story and it's going to be spy centric. Yes. So I liked it. I really, really liked it. I gave it like an eight and a half out of ten. I thought it was really good. It sets up Florence Pugh to be involved in the MCU. Big high marks for that, man. I I do think I can see why Black Widow would be important. Yes, she already died. Yeah. But if they're going to bring on any sort of replacement or other figurehead yeah. in her spot... We need to understand the backstory. Yeah. And it almost like yeah. tees us up to want to yeah. see them. And the movie did a great job of that, not so much giving so much spotlight to Scar or to Scarlett Johansson. Because I do I would have felt that way. It's just like, well, you're giving her so much you're fleshing her out so much and you're shining the spotlight right, so much on right. her when we know her her fi- her finality. But they didn't do that. But they they did it in such a way to where like both characters shared it equally and i would even say florence stole it in a very good way got it and david harbour was also really good love him and yeah the performances were just really well done love i'm okay with marvel telling these new stories and like taking some freedoms and then not necessarily making every movie feel like it's going to be the end of the world i like that yeah and i think it it makes the movies that are end game level yeah more special loki Right. Yeah. It makes them more special because if every movie is this end all be all. The greatest stakes in the world. Right. It gets, it gets, it's like adrenal fatigue. Yeah, like it's at exhausting. that point, you don't know. It's like if, it's like if every day you went to Six Flags. It's yeah. like it, at some point you just, you're numb. So I yeah. think I, I love James Bond movies. Yeah. We were just watching those the other night, actually. I love James Bond. So if you said that it's kind of like that, where it's more of a human experience. It's more, sorry, I think it's more closely, um, 
tied to like Jason Bourne. I should say like the Bourne Identity well, movies. You know, yeah, but the I think the comparison is still. Sure. It sounds like based on what I've heard, it's not so much maybe like Bond in terms of plot, but yeah. the tone of it of yeah. human experience, spies, spies not yeah. space, but yeah. things that are actually happening mm-hmm. on Earth in our world yeah. and our reality. Yeah, I think that would be very cool. And you have to know this. Sorry, this is the last thing I'll say about it. I'm not a huge Scarlett Johansson fan. I know that everybody thinks she's like God's gift to this planet. Like she's so beautiful and blah, blah, blah. And objectively as a one human to another, yes, she's pretty. Yeah. She's not my cup of tea. Like I don't have, I'm not fawning over her. But you're saying you don't have a blind loyalty here. No, I don't. And I also, by the way, in that end game scene where Scarlett Johansson and um, uh, Jeremy Renner are like, Hawkeye and Black yeah. Widow are like fighting over who should sacrifice themselves. I literally was in the theater like, you can both jump off. Nobody would care. Please just get really? past it. Oh, I don't care about either of those characters. Interesting. Okay. And okay. so I had low expectations going in. Got I was it. really happily surprised. Got it. Okay. Yeah. I will watch. I think I will watch Black Widow before I watch Loki. Because Do it. I, yeah, I'm very It's a less of a commitment. Yeah. And I want to see Florence Pugh too. She was Love great. her. I'm very excited. I hope she's in more, more films. Just like she um, will Elizabeth be. Olsen. Um, last question who what is like so uh, Captain Marvel is like most powerful well Thanos I guess is most powerful because he's a titan but he's not the most powerful of the characters in like that I've seen in this okay. in this who, wait who's the most powerful I think it's like Galactus who's he's, that oh don't well, okay okay yeah but what, is it Captain <laughs> is it Captain Marvel and then Wanda um and then so I don't so in terms of power it's hard to answer that because, like, okay, I'm about to nerd out. So put Is on your nerd glasses asking? really okay. quick. Um, okay. So basically, uh, in the comic books, uh-huh. Stan Lee, the creator of all these characters, has come out and said Thor's all time. Thor is all time most powerful. Okay. Like he's the end all be all. And in the, it's harder in movies to have an equal balance of power because the way that the storytelling goes in a movie is like there has to be a rise and fall. So you, yeah, you almost have to show when a character gets you know downed or like like somebody can get the one up on thor but really thor never gets one up you know i yeah he did not seem like the most powerful in endgame but he but he is like god he's a god so like oh and the others are not no no they're all so like if if somebody snuck up on wanda i don't think they would ever do this on screen but if somebody snuck up on wanda and shot her in the back she'd die really not captain marvel i don't think captain marvel but like things can kill these people and like Thor is a god. <laughs> Nothing can kill him, basically. There, there are things that can kill him, but, like, it's not... But th- that's the thing, too. Like, if you watch these movies, it's hard because, like, Thor gets one up sometimes. Right. In ways that it's just like, oh, Thor wouldn't get one up like that. That was my question. Yeah. Okay, that, that's helpful. But, yeah, Thor's, like, all time. Got I it. put Wanda up there. Doctor Strange is up there for sure. Captain Marvel. Okay. Like, all these guys... Like, I would say Captain Marvel, Doctor Strange, Wanda, and... um. Thor are kind of like sitting up to up here. Got it. And if got anybody it. else stepped to them, it's a problem. Interesting. Yeah. Even, I was wondering about that. Sorry, you got me going now. But even like Iron Man tries to go toes with with Thor. And I'm like, in no world no, no. does this ever come out. Because you're it's literally the human limitation. And yeah, you're a dude create, in a metal suit. Yeah, yeah. I know you got smarts on this guy, but this dude commands lightning. This guy Let's is a here. god. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Anyways. Anyways, moving on. Sorry. Working moms. Okay, so, let's do it. So there's the I'm show. I'm so excited, man. Yeah. Thanks. It's going to be so <laughs> fun. Okay. I do. And I, I do not have a lot to say about it, only that everyone should watch it. But there's the show called Working Moms. I have followed it since it came out. It is now five seasons. They just cool. came out with season five. Who's in it? Um, so it's Canadian. Boo. It, no. I'm shit. Joking. I'm Shit's joking. Creek. 
uh, Kim's Convenience and Working Moms are all award multi award winning shows. Cool. They are like the most award winning shows on Netflix or like streaming platforms, and they're like not even American. <laughs> like they're Canadian nice. shows. And it is run, it's written and produced by uh, this uh, woman, Catherine Raitman, and her husband is in it. Anyways, it's a fantastic show. They just came out with season five. It only had 10 episodes. I'm very sad, but they just got signed on for a season six. Nice. And their last season had 11 nominations wow. for awards. And I find it very uh, interesting and motivating. The plot is literally five moms who work. <laughs> so true to the title. Okay. We're honest. And they are, that is basically their stories that they're following. It's a fantastic show. It's very much a specific type of humor, though. Okay. And that's what I wanted to talk about. It is my kind of humor. Is it because they're women and they're not funny? No, it's very funny. I just wanted to check. That's why I whispered. Right, because women can't be funny. And we don't want to bring that up on the podcast. No, they can't be. It's just harder for them. (laughs) It's hard. It's hard. It's hard to be funny. This show is a little bit, uh, no, it's vulgar and dirty, but also. I'm here for that. Very well written. They have like a lot of fantastic writers on the show as well. Okay. But um, someone the other day asked me, they were like, yeah, I have a very dark sense of humor. And I was like, no, you don't. I didn't say that to their face, but they don't. And it made me wonder, like, this show is very dark. Got it. Like, they deal with some dark things that I'm not going to mention right here because yeah. we'll get a parental advisory thing this on our- This is another offline conversation? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Got one it. that we've had before. Okay. One of those things. Okay. Probably all of those have been brought up on this show. Okay. Um, one of them being a kid gets finds a gun and shoots it in the house. Oh, my. And the mom, like, makes a joke about it. Uh, it's, it's funny. Um, but- I was like, it made me wonder, are there degrees of dark humor or do we just have like a misunderstanding of what dark humor is? Do you mean you and I jointly together? Because no, like the would communal- you say our, your and mine. We're very similar. Ours like is our dark. Our levels is dark. Yes. And you would say ours is dark. Ours is dark. Yeah, we've made dead mom. Jokes. Ours is oh, ours God. are like concerning of like, maybe we need to, we need help. <laughs> yeah, I'm but- like, I'm depressed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, my mom's dead. Oh my God. Um, but so- but this show is very much like that. Yeah. Like they ha- they make, you know, <laughs> dead mom jokes. They make all sorts of terrible jokes. Sure. And while I did want to talk about the show, I wanted it to be a launching pad really for the topic of dark humor because okay. I think there is a misunderstanding that dark humor means you make jokes about less than ideal circumstances. Yeah. And that is not what dark humor is. Dark yeah. humor is using humor to deflect from a deep pain that you personally need to address. Hi, Trent Ellerman. Nice Hi, to meet you. Hi, my name's Savannah, and I <laughs> use humor as a deflection from yeah. my own uh, Raise your hand if you use uh, def- <laughs> if you humor use dark as a humor deflection. As, as a coping mechanism. Hey, guys. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm back here in the back, right here. <laughs> Hi, my name's Savannah, and I use humor as a coping mechanism. Yeah. Raise your hand if you if you wouldn't be laughing. You'd be crying right now. That's me. But hey, guys. <laughs> I do. I, I don't know if it is. So then my question would be, why is so whenever I ask people like my sense of humor is very dark, they're like, same. And I'm like, no, I know that's not true yeah, yeah. because I know you as a person. You had a good life. You can't have dark I'm like, humor. You haven't. But also like their idea of dark humor is yeah. just like making fun of someone for something or like laughing at someone yeah. who tripped. And I'm like. Hmm. Yeah. It's kind of like I get vibes of like an office workspace where like maybe it's like. um you know, maybe some of the admins are like talking and yeah. it's just one of them says something like, uh, 
almost ran over a pothole today on my way into work. That would have been ugly. It's like, that oh, was- this guy, dark humor, am I right? Darkest humor I know. I'm it's so like, bad. I'm so like, bad. Yeah, exactly. Like, oh, yeah, that's super dark. <laughs> Wouldn't want to touch that one. And I am just kind of Don't like, want to go there, people. But why is it, why do people have the desire to um, resonate with and, and say they have dark humor when they don't? Or is it just a misunderstanding of what dark humor is? Uh, I think, um, if you're asking me honestly, I think it's because like when you have, uh, like a personal burden mm-hmm. that is like manifests itself in like dark humor yeah. in the way of dark humor, it's almost like people wear that as like a badge of yeah. like, yeah. like pride. Like uh-huh. I've been through a hard time and now at the other I end I can it. laugh at it. You yeah. know, like that's, yeah. that's, and you know, props to you if you, if I'm not here to diminish anybody's story, but like if, if you feel, if like. In today's day and age, if you're like, yeah, I had a rough childhood. My parents are divorced. It's like, join the crowd, buddy. Like, that's not new to you. That's literally one in two of us. Yeah, exactly. 50% of the world. Um, Sorry, before you start that one, can we reset our camera? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't trip over your like eight foot platform shoes. Shut up. But I think there is, you're, you're dead on that there is a desire to want to resonate with and wear the badge of like, oh yeah, yeah, I have dark humor. But I don't think there's anything wrong with someone saying, no, I don't have dark humor. I don't find that funny. I don't think that sure. means they're like a prude or anything. No. I just think that means that is not based on their life experience. That is not what they have cognitively no, I, I understood as funny. Right. But I don't think for, for some reason there is like this. And the reason I'm bringing it up is because it's happened like four times in the last month <laughs> where I've said, what's your sense of humor like? And they're like, oh, I have a super dark sense of humor. And I'm like, mm, okay, false next like where people say they have that and i'm like why do people why can't people just be honest and why is there a desire or romanticizing of dark humor i mean they probably in their perception have dark humor that's what i'm wondering is like to them is it dark well and the other thing is too like so like there's somebody out there who has a darker sense of humor than me Uh that if they made a joke i'd be like oh right too far yeah yeah that's a lot for me you know and they might be like why does trent think he has a dark sense of humor right exactly Uh we're being hecka meta right now Uh but in a going back to the loki conversation if they're in a different universe right now somebody was having this exact same conversation they could be at like a nine in terms of dark humor whereas we're only like a seven Mm -hmm. so whatever it's relative right it's totally relative and the other thing is too i'm also picturing somebody at like their dinner table with their like you know catholic mom and dad right and they're like you know saw somebody get uh get the wrong order at starbucks today wouldn't want to be that guy and they're like oh julie you have such a dark sense of humor yeah (laughs) so it's like in their in their universe they have dark humor Yes, I think where it gets, uh, where where all of these relative ideas of dark humor come together in not a beautiful way is when someone says, I have a dark sense of humor, humor and I say, oh, you should watch Working Moms. Oh, I got a dark joke for you, sorry. And then they watch it and they're like, what the heck is wrong with you, Savannah? This yeah. was, and I'm like, you yeah. said dark. That, and that's all, that's very much on the table. Do yes. you remember when I was recommending you BoJack Horseman? I was like, listen. It's so very good. dark, but it's dark. Yes. Like there's, I don't totally. know how far you've gotten, but as the, se- as the season goes on, it, it gets only dark. gets darker. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So like I was, I didn't really know your style at that point. So you I was took just like, leap. Hey, just be careful because yes. it's heavy. You did predicate it with, yeah. I don't know your Pretty sense heavily. of humor. So I think it must be like a social thing of like, Hey, we all know there's a gradient for yeah. dark humor. Yep. I don't know where you are on the scale. You might be pitch black. You might be a, a gray scale, but this is something that I have made the mistake of doing sometimes okay. where I've recommended it. What I is did- your joke? <laughs> 
I can. We you can tell me if we need to cut this out okay. because it might be a scooch too dark on oh, no. on our podcast. But like, do you remember? This is a callback. So anybody who's a big fan of us will, you know, the Anyone two people who's out there, a big fan, yeah, the two people out there. Dad, I hope you're this. listening. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> Grandma. Here's looking at you. Um, but do you remember when I couldn't find the Reddit comment that I was looking for in relation to Bill Cosby coming back to comedy and stuff like yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, like, you were like looking wanna, for it forever. I want to find it. I eventually found it. And the headline was Bill Cosby is released from prison, mm-hmm. says he's going to go on, uh, going to write a book, uh, approaching TV networks with uh, comedy specials, and he wants to do live stage performance. And one of the comments was his special is going to be called women say the darndest things (laughs) are we gonna have to cut that out i don't know no i think that's fine i in no way okay coming back to reality right state the obvious no in no way am i condoning right what he has done in any way shape or form it's funny because it's it's funny because a random person on the internet put together this series of unfortunate not even unfortunate event that's not even doing it justice these horrendous acts that he's done and juxtapose it against a former work that he has done yes so it just that hit me that's dark humor that is dark humor that's a little that's pretty dark in in some respects yes i wouldn't say it's the darkest but like that's that's a level of dark that Mm -hmm. yeah so like if you that's one of those things where it's like i wouldn't say that in public conversation right because it's funny to me except i'm saying it on a podcast so buckle up (laughs) but people know you they know what to expect right but like i guess it's one thing to say it in a podcast to where we can also take a step back predicate that we don't condone it right versus like saying it at the water cooler right and just having to walk away be like all right not funny yeah i didn't think so either i'm right we get to set the tone (laughs) and say this was not your joke you're quoting it from someone else to give an example of what dark humor right exactly yes the perfect moment (laughs) that is a perfect example of dark humor that, oh my gosh. Um, let me see what else is on our docket today. I feel like that was... Did we have one more thing? We have that one we, more thing. Hold on, hold on. It is... It's the Taylor Swift. No. no but it's, it's Scooter Braun and Yael getting a divorce. Yeah, but... Okay, so here's what... Okay, go ahead. Tee us up. That's it. Got it. Okay, I'll take, <laughs> I'll take it from here. No, I have... I mean, they're getting a divorce after seven years yeah. because it looks like he was having an affair. With Erica Jane. Yes, with Erica Jane. Who just got separated from Tom Girardi. Yes. I'm going to fact check some stuff here, but yeah. go so ahead and say what you were going to say. Why, here's why I said Taylor Swift was because initially some news outlet reported that their divorce or their separation. Uh-oh. I just have. Oh, God. I just broke our oh thing. Oh, God. Lord, stay. Please. Okay. I uh, Some news outlet reported that um, it was because of the. Uh, disagreements and like the history and the track record that he had had with Taylor Swift because you know there's some stuff in the yes in pop culture or in the news that was saying stuff like, I was wondering if there was something else because yeah that was a little too shady but that was like the thing that broke the story like they split because of how he's handling the Taylor situation when in reality it's like oh, okay well maybe that's part of it but if he cheated that's probably the that's bulk. probably it yeah, that's probably the bulk of the reason right right and Erica J, she was also on Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, I believe. Yeah. Yes. She still is. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm wondering if she'll stay on, but I'm assuming she will. And oh, yeah. Bravo will she, eat why, that up. Why was she not? Uh, because she was she was also married to uh, Tom A cabajillionaire. Yes. A uh, little old guy. Um, yeah. But I find it interesting because 
I thought of when this whole thing with Taylor Swift and Scooter Braun was happening, I was like, God, it seems really obvious that like Scooter Braun is just like bullying Taylor Swift into like not owning her material. I was like, oh, that seems kind of. Is that like, how you perceived it? It's how like I did the digging and you know okay. me like I, I, I explored both sides. I took all the information in that mm. was presented like I literally but I was like, eh, it still seems kind of yeah. shit. And I get it as a business move. He did it. He did what he had to do. He has to put food on the table, but it's not like he's struggling. Well, and he could have thrown her a bone to okay. let her own her art. But didn't he come back around and try to make it right? No, I thought in an interview that I saw with him or at least he said she could re-record and own the new recordings, but she could not own her music. But that's the case for that's like not a unique setup. I don't think it's a unique setup. It is unique in that it's the she's Taylor Swift, so it meant a, like her, Kanye doesn't own his own music. Yes, he does. No, he doesn't. Yes, that's, he does. He does. No, he does not. Because that's the that was one of the biggest reasons why he's not making new music is because he's like Sony owns my masters. I'm not gonna. That was one of his whole Twitter tirades. Was uh, oh, I'm I not, thought we I thought he had already been through this no, and like finished all no. this, so he still doesn't. I, at least as far as I know, one of his biggest Twitter tirades of 2020 okay. was, I'm not making any more music until Sony gives me my masters. Uh, and that's why in, that's, he kind of started uh, back up on his train of like modern day slavery because of like how Sony owns the masters to his tracks. Got it. Yeah, got it. Not, okay, for some reason, I thought that that had finally been reconciled no. and that he got it. But I don't think that just because... Maybe, maybe it recently has, but that's been the setup for a long time. But I don't think that... Two things. I don't think that just because something has been done before, it, it makes it right. Of like, oh, this is done to other artists all the time. It's like, I said okay. that yesterday, you nerd. What? I said just because something's been done something forever doesn't mean it's the right way. When did you say that? Oh my gosh, I hate you so much right now. Oh, when I'm sorry. I don't think... I do not remember. I had this completely original thought that came from me and nobody else uh, i didn't say that but i didn't know when did you say that uh, nothing i'm just being silly i literally do not remember that i know it's okay you hurt me in many ways oh, go God. ahead but just because other artists have been through this similar circumstance doesn't yeah. mean that it doesn't need to be reevaluated totally so that's part of it part two there's she is taylor swift so there's so much more money and authority and discography involved in it like so much more money that the the result is more catastrophic. Three, she was a minor when she signed that contract with Big Machine. And so it's kind of like you're strapping her down in in like in a contract. Yeah. But I don't know. It just seemed the, he had the opportunity to get out of it and make yeah. things right and he chose not to. So what I'll say though is like when you say like it's Taylor Swift, well, it's Kanye. That's the only reason why I brought up Kanye. Kanye too. If it hasn't been resolved, yeah. it's also equally as I don't shady. know. I don't know when Kanye entered into the business, but like that's something where I'm just like that's just an unfortunate reality of like the music industry. Sure, they, they'll sure. Find these people young, they'll hem them up on these contracts that look glorious to you at age 18, but yeah. by the time you're a full functioning adult and you have a brain of your own. It will, it, the harsh reality will set in and be like, oh, they kind of screwed me, you know? Right, right. Um, and so, like, even though it is Taylor Swift, there's so much money, like, so I'm, I'm speculating now. Probably the reason why they want to keep control over these tracks is because, like, anytime it's played literally anywhere, there's not pennies, but, like, you know, a dollar amount that comes in. Yeah. So, like, if, if we played... You know, we couldn't, but like if we played a Taylor Swift song, we would have to go and purchase the rights and right, get the okay right. from whoever the frick. Right. And 
that money would get routed right into their pocket. Right now, it's not going into Taylor Swift's pocket, but that's the essential reason why right. they're not doing it. It's right. because it still makes them money today. Mm-hmm. And again, going... Sorry, I always bring up Kanye, but that was one of the reasons why Kanye switched over from Nike to Adidas is because he's like, I want royalty on my stuff. And they're I like, we won't, that. we won't do that. Uh-huh. You're not Michael Jordan. And he's like, dope, I'm going to Adidas. They'll do it. I think, going back to the argument, it, it, it's the same for Kanye then. But right now, we're, we just so happen to be talking about Taylor Swift. Sure, sorry. To Scooter Braun, I just meant like to keep it on that subject. If you're, if you have the opportunity to make things right after she has been very explicit but, about, I okay, want sorry. to own, I want to own the rights, I want to own the rights, give sure. me my masters, and he has the opportunity to do that, and he didn't. He got the opportunity last year and was able to yeah. had the opportunity to rewrite the contract or whatever, and he chose not to. Then, if, but right by whose metric? What do you mean? Like, why is that right? What? You said you had, he had the opportunity to make things right. To make things right with her, to reconcile, to reach some sort of reconciliation and say, okay, let's find a compromise. Let's work this through. And he didn't. He totally just wrote her off. And But why is that the right choice? It's not the right business choice. That, okay, that's where I'm getting at. It's yeah, like, yeah. from his perspective, he made the right business move. Sure. But morally, if you are married to that person and you see them making the right business move, but never the right moral move and something big like that, I can't help but wonder. And I thought about this last year when this was all going down. I was like, and people were railing Scooter Braun and saying, like, you took advantage of all of her music. Well, yeah, because her army is very thick. Yeah, yeah. And I'm not, I want to preface this by saying. thick with two Cs. Let 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 me preface this really quick. I respect Taylor Swift as an artist. I think she has some great songs. I'm not a huge Taylor Swift fan. Neither am I. So I'm not like coming at her or coming to her defense. Sure. But I did always wonder like he had. That's where you landed on the conversation. Yeah. I was like he had the opportunity to make this right with this artist who had been wronged by the industry for so long. And he seems to always be such a champion for young artists. That's what he claims to be. Yeah. I mean he's Demi's manager right and he yeah. uh, and and justin bieber and he always seems to and always kind of advertises himself as yeah. a cheerleader and a champion for young artists sure. and then totally just stabbed her in the back i was like i don't think but that's eh, the thing i don't i don't per- know i don't perceive this as like at least from my perspective a, a couple things i don't perceive it as stabbing her in the back i think it's what they agreed to and now she's trying to not not necessarily go back on the agreement mm-hmm. but she's trying to negotiate a different outcome and in all negotiations, no is a possibility. Yeah. That's my perception. But also, too, with the with the whole um, equation of, like, did – what's her name? Yael? Yael. Yeah. Yael. Yael. Yeah. Uh, his, former, or his former wife uh, breaking up with him because of the whole Taylor Swift scenario. There are men and women who respect their spouses in the sense that if they need to make a hard choice but it's the right business decision – Mm. They'll support them through that. That's a good point. So it, it's po- I'm not saying it's you're wrong. I'm saying it's possible for both. Uh-huh. You know, like mm-hmm. if I came home and if I came home and I wasn't able to reconcile and make things right with a, a, another party, my wife would be disappointed in me. But and she would want me to do what's right. How we're kind of phrasing right. it. But if there there's I could have married. I don't know, countless different right. opportunistic women who would be like, oh, we want you to make the shark decision. We want you to be a business right, shark, you right. know, whatever. But she had, it is a not an, it's not a crazy outcome to assume that she was supportive of Scooter Braun. Sure. Even if you don't agree with it, yeah. you're supportive in their decision because that's their job and yeah. their field. And yeah, 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 I see that. And then, yeah. then it leads you to, okay, it was most likely yeah. because of the affair. But And the other thing is too, like with the whole music thing, like it is unfortunate. Mm-hmm. I, I create, I'm an artist in some senses and I create things. Mm-hmm. 
And like if one day like the organization that I work for now was just like, well, by the way, we own all your art. It would be I've had my art stolen, you know, too. Yeah. So it's like I, I feel like I have an attachment to it in the sense that this is what I have created. But like I also understand that this is what I'm creating for this organization. So right. they own it. That's the other thing, too. If I ever tried to like make money off of the things that I've created for this organization, I don't feel like that would be right. Either. Right. Right. Because then yeah. it's and Taylor Swift. The- Taylor Swift's not hurting at all. Right. Now, that's a good point, too. I think we're coming at this from two different sides. Sure. So I'm not looking at it as what happened to Taylor Swift and Scooter Braun as who was right or who was wrong. Sure, sure. I'm looking at it as that whole scuffle probably affected Yael in some you way. You do think so? I think so. Sure. It was big enough. Their whole family like received threats too. Like yeah. people threatened to kill them and come for their which children. Which isn't right at all. Which isn't right at all. And so I can't help but wonder if it played a role yeah. in it. And it just goes to show what we talk about all the time on this podcast is like this kind of collision of this high society celebrator yeah. uh, all eyes on you comes into collision with a family or sure. someone who's not in that world all the time it's like it's disastrous yeah. we saw it with drake and the girl what's her name i don't know going to a toronto with the you know it's like you have these two totally different worlds colliding and they don't know how to react with each other mm. and it's just it's just sad but yeah, I, I can't help but wonder if it played a role, like the whole Scooter Braun Taylor Swift thing. It has more to do with the fact that he cheated. Yeah, I think that blew it out of the park. I'm yeah. pretty sure. <laughs> if if she had one foot out the door, she was just like, and peace. And goodbye. Yeah. Also, Erica Jane, what an odd pairing. Am I missing some sort of overlap she of their looks, worlds? She is just so... She's 50. How old Scooter Braun? Younger. would imagine. Some boys got a thing for older women. Oh my God. Myself included. Here we go. Here Chris we go. Jenner, if you're listening, call me, baby. Oh, dear God. <laughs> oh, no. What do you think my real chances are with Chris Jenner? If she was single, I was single. What are my chances? What are my odds here? Um, Probably four out of 10. I, not, not zero. I could make her laugh. Yeah. I think she would think, she'd be like, you're adorable. Aren't you cute? Like, she would think you're like, like an adorable little kid. Maybe, I, maybe that's the, that, maybe that's her, uh, maybe that's the play. Maybe that's exactly what she's wanting. <laughs> I hate I hate where this is going. I hate where this is going. Corey Gamble, please come for him. Please, please come kidnap him and More take him like away. More like Corey Shambles after I'm done with him. <laughs> Trent Ellerman. Austin Trent Ellerman. Is that your that's name? That's my original joke. Nobody else came up with that. Shut your mouth. <laughs> I made that joke a few episodes ago, and what did you do? What did you do? I you cu- looked at your phone the entire time, and you didn't say anything. I cut it out of the episode, too, so there's no record of that. <laughs> it's okay. I have the video of it. Why'd you cut it out? It was so funny. Because it was during a break. It was during, like, a pause. <sighs> I, <laughs> my level of anger went from, like, nothing to, like, six when you made that joke. It was like, <laughs> I saw you. Your eyes were like. Hey, hold up. I was like, am if, I, if there was a, if am there was I a, about to murder if you? If there was a friend who was like trying to hold you back, like, hold up now, hold up now. <laughs> hey, ease, I got this. Hey, ease up. I was about to remove my earrings. <laughs> and uh, Because people aren't going to know that that was, that was my joke first. It wasn't. It was my joke first. I, first. I have the footage and I'm going to throw it on the Instagram Do because it. I have the you video. Won't. Yes, I will. This is one of those lies that I was talking about earlier. Watch me. 
I will put it on the Instagram. Oh my gosh, I am I'm livid right now. <laughs> Actually, I'm I think hot. I think I'm I cr- steaming. I think that I, was the cut of the blooper that I sent you. Yes, you that, and I saved it. You're like, you left gamble and shambles. Dead silent. <laughs> and you're like laughing. You're like, and I'm like, what? <laughs> you like didn't even hear me. Yeah, and, you're like, I but you, you did hear me because you just used the joke right. You literally <gasps> were like, <laughs> you left, you left gamble and shambles. <laughs> and I was like, what? <laughs> you were like, oh, so anyways, found the article, and I was like, uh, okay, cool, 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 cool. Anyways, I'm sorry. I think that's our episode. Is that our episode? It's an hour and 15. Wait, really quick before we close. Actually, maybe we can do this this in a a fun one. (sighs) Tell your friends, people. Tell your friends or your enemies, depending on how you feel about this podcast. Um, Please share it. Go watch it on YouTube and like it. Please like, 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 like. Um, Can you spell gobbledygook? That's a real word. You mean gobbledygook? Yeah. No. Give it a whirl. We're, no, this was like I wanted to G-O-X-4-7-Z-S-C. try this. G O X four seven Z S C. Pochemuka? No. Give it a whirl. This was a spelling bee. I wanted to try a few words. I don't want to do this. I have no time. Oh energy. my god! What? Give me the one again. Goblet of gook. G O B L E D E G O O K. Yeah, you missed one B though, but that was pretty good. Was it close? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You just missed one B. It's two Bs. Gobble. Is it gobble de gook? D e g o o k. That was one that I thought was easy, but not. What's the hardest how- one you got for me? Oh, you, you're not gonna get it. <laughs> yeah, not, duh. I, I already know. That's okay. no secret. Chiroscurist. Okay, yeah, hard pass on that one. I'm just yeah. gonna, I'm gonna. Chiroscurist. C i r. Okay. <laughs> this has been so much fun. <laughs> Interactive. I love it. Anyways. See, nope. <laughs> you're like nope nope I, after nope. i told you i didn't want to do it you're like come on give it a whirl i did get one letter and you're like nope wrong next awesome anyways that's our show uh we love you all we do keep listening please share have a great week love you see you later peace bye peace don't do it bye peace <laughs>